Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey church, thank you so much for being with us. I hope you've been enjoying our Easter devotionals. And today we have two statements. Um, We have, it is finished, and Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And these are the final two statements that Jesus makes on the cross, and they speak to um, what Jesus did on the cross and what he accomplished on the cross. And so the first one we're going to look at is, it is finished. And I was thinking about the idea of finishing something. Um, What does that mean? And, And I was thinking about how in school, I always had all of these assignments due Um, And it seemed like all of them had built up for the last week. And you think I would learn my lesson, but it never failed. Every semester, all of my projects, all of my papers are due on the final week. And so that week was stressful. I couldn't sleep. And I remember the feeling of relief when I would finally get to the point where I clicked submit and all of my work was done. I remember Man, food would taste better. Colors would seem brighter. It was like a huge burden was lifted off of my shoulders when I finally got to that moment and it was finished. You know, this word finished, it is actually a legal term. And what it means is to have something paid in full. So let's look at what Jesus finished on the cross. And it says this in John 19, verses 29 through 30. It says, a jar of sour wine was sitting there. So they soaked it. Um, they soaked a sponge in it and put a hyssop branch, and he held it to his lips. When Jesus tasted it, he said, "It is finished." Then he bowed his head and gave up his uh, gave up his spirit. You know the phrase "It is finished" is the most powerful statement that Jesus makes on the cross, and it's speaking about how our sins have been forgiven, that Jesus paid a price in full so that we can have a relationship with God. So here's my question. What was finished? In Hebrews 9.15 gives us this information. It says this. It says, this is why he, and this is talking about Jesus, this is why he, the one who mediates a new covenant between God and people, so that we who are called, when he's talking about the called, he's talking about you and me, can receive the internal um, inheritance God has promised them. For Christ died to set them free from the penalty of sins they had committed under the first covenant. And so we have our old covenant, and if you read the Old Testament, you'll hear about this idea of a covenant. A covenant is a relationship between us and God. And in the, under the old covenant, we had to try to get to God through the law. But the problem is that we have a sin nature. We are fallen. And no matter how hard we worked, we always fell short of this standard. So something had to happen. And so what we see is Jesus coming in and he takes the weight of the law, he takes the weight of our sin and he places it on himself and he becomes a perfect sacrifice to take the place of our sin. So what does this mean? Well, it means that relationship with God can be restored. You know, ever since the Garden of Eden, man has been trying to make their way back to God, but we could never do it. Because of our fallen nature, because of our sin, it always kept a gap between us and God. But Jesus came in to bridge the gap. And so I see three things that happened when Jesus restored this relationship. The first thing, it means that we can be accepted by God. We no longer have to work to be accepted by God. You know, we don't have to work for salvation. 
Instead, we work from salvation. We don't have to go and do a bunch of good things to try to earn God's love, to try to earn God's acceptance, or to try to earn a place in heaven. What it says is that we have been accepted, so now we are free to go on and do good things for God. We are free to go on and love people like Jesus. The second thing it shows us is that we receive grace. You know, the amazing thing is that our sins have been forgiven. And this is good news. Everything in my past, my present, and my future was paid for in full by the sacrifice of Jesus. And what that means is when I mess up and I fall short, instead of receiving judgment for my sin, I now receive grace. The third thing is this, is that now I can receive love from God. You know, as we continue to grow in relationship with God, our, relation, our love for God can grow. But the great news for us is that God already loves you right now. Right where he found you, he loves you as much as he possibly can. God's love for you is always at 100%. It doesn't go down. It doesn't go down to 80. It doesn't go down to 20. God's love for you is always at 100%. And so when Jesus restored our relationship with God, we were able to be accepted, we were able to receive grace, and we were able to be fully loved by God. The second part is this, and this is Luke 23, verse 46. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last breath. Here's what this tells me. Jesus willingly gave up his life for us on the cross. It wasn't the Romans that put Jesus on the cross. It was not the Pharisees that put Jesus on the cross. It was his love for you and for me that placed Jesus on the cross. And also it says that he willingly gave up his spirit. Father, I entrust my spirit to you. What this means is that even in Jesus' death, in his most painful moment, he is still in control of his own life. John 10, 18 says this, No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily. I have the authority to lay it down when I want and also to take it up again. This is what my Father has commanded. Jesus willingly went to the cross out of love for you and for me. And so what I see is this. There's, there's two things I, I see in application for us for this. The first thing, it is finished. Quit trying to earn God's love. The work that Jesus did on the cross paid the price. It was enough. We no longer have to put the burden of works on ourselves. Instead of having to work to earn God's love, man, let's go out and do good things for God because we are saved, because we are loved. And the second thing is this, is we have to lay our lives down. You know, even in death, Jesus says, hey, Father, I'm fixing to die, but I entrust my spirit to you. Jesus' entire life was spent surrendered to the will of God the Father. And man, I hope that my life and your life, we look like Jesus, that we live a life not for ourselves, not trying to obtain selfish things or selfish ambitions, but that we can live a life of complete surrender to what God has for us. Because I can promise you this, what God has in store for us is far greater than, than the things that we could do on our own. That God's dreams for you are so much bigger than the dreams that you have for yourself. But the only way we're going to see God's dreams and visions for our life is if we live a life surrendered to him. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much that you saw us, God, and you saw the gap that needed to be filled and that you sent Jesus to take our place on the cross. God, that it is finished. It is done. God, we no longer have to work to get to you, Father, but you came to us 
when we needed you the most. Father, I pray that we would live a life surrendered. God, surrender to your will, God, that our lives would reflect your love, God, that we would be able to show others the same love that you have shown us. I thank you so much for all that you do in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.